Blog Talk Radio.
tu boca, mamá, tu boca. Y esas perlas que tú guardas con cuidado, mamá, las quiero para mí. Si tú me das 
quiere, me ahorco por las piernas.
Welcome to the Truth to Power show. My name is Beverly, and uh, this is Thursday, and we have Eddie Rodriguez with us with the legendary salsa band from Puerto Rico. How are you doing, Eddie Rodriguez? Well, Beverly, I'm doing mighty, mighty fine. I'm here in Puerto Rico. It's, uh, you know, it's winter, and, you know, it gets a little chilly. You know, it's in the 60s. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, that's but, good. <laughs> but, during, but 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 during the days in the eighties, and so oh, wow. I'm enjoying this weather, and I'm here, as you know, you know, I'm in Puerto Rico between here and my home in New Jersey, uh, with my wife and children, and in Puerto Rico, I'm here with my mom, who's one hundred years old and six months. So uh, wow. I come in and I. I come in and out of town, and uh, she's going. Uh-huh. She's still going. Her mind is good, and she's uh, good. She's going. Yeah, so I'm blessed. I'm blessed, and I thank yeah. you. I'm blessed to have you invite me once right. again to Truth to yeah. Power with Beverly D on BlogTalkRadio.com every Thursday from 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, a public service program that you've invited me to join you on. And uh, we play um, Latin music, and we talk about artists that some of uh, people in the audience would probably never have an opportunity to hear unless it was on your program, Truth to Power. So you're in Detroit. How How's the weather in Detroit? Um, it's, 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 it's so far, it's been a mild winter for Detroit so far. So we're just getting into it. So it's, it's right. cold, but it's not that cold. Oh, that's good. That's always good to to hear. So, Beverly, you know, we started off as, you know, like we always do with Tico Puente, uh-huh. his arrangement of Jumping with Symphony Shit, and got right into uh, one of the legendary bands of Puerto Rico. Uh, it, the band doesn't have a name. What happens is is the band leader is a, is an artist, uh, a songwriter, a composer, arranger, producer, uh, band leader, and musician. He's a bassist. He was a bassist for the uh, amazing fine all-stars that kind of defined the sound of salsa music uh, from the from the 60s, late 60s, and the 70s, into the 80s. That is still around today. It's a multi-million-dollar industry with touring and and copyrights of songwriters and composers and uh, music sales. And the CD market was great, and even now the streaming market. We have artists like Mark Anthony that are touring the world, you know, filling stadiums with fans. And that music that he performs is salsa music. And tonight. We're um, we're focusing. We're putting a spotlight on a man, not a man, on many legendary bands and some men that were uh, responsible for for bringing this industry uh, along, and were smart enough to produce their own recordings and have 100% control of the rights 
that are mm-hmm. now available to stream on all of the um, digital uh, streaming platforms. So, you know, his name is Bobby Valentin, a great guy. He's in his 80s. But if you saw him and you saw him performing, I mean, you wouldn't you wouldn't even think of an age because he's, he's remarkable. He's an amazing basses and some of the chord changes and some of the you know the music we, we, we listen to. You can hear how the, the, you know from a melodic standpoint, you know, and, and even the vocals. You know, he he didn't use vocalists that you know were just singers. What we heard were vocalists that are what we call soneros. A sonero is like a poet. You know, they can improvise on the spot and um, make the, the, the words that, that, that they use uh, part of the overall uh, song. And, and that's, that's remarkable. You know, and, and keeping in, 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 in rhythm and the beat, you know, the the uh, way that uh, uh, they, they come in and out, and uh, it, it's just amazing. They're called soneros. A sonero is not like any salsa singer. A sonero is mm-hmm. a sonero. You know, Oscar de Leon is a sonero. Um, uh, Jose Alberto Canario, Gilberto uh, Santa Rosa, uh, Victor Manuel. There's so many soneros that we still have around today, and the number one sonero mayor from Puerto Rico, meaning like the number one sonero in the history of singer, in the history of salsa or tropical Latin music, was a gentleman by the name of Ismael Rivera, and he was black, Afro-Puerto Rican. The last tune we mm-hmm. heard was called Moreno Soy. Because Luigi Texador is also an Afro-Puerto Rican. And during this song, he talks about, you know, having a big nose or having, a, you know, kink, you know, his hair and, you know, you know it, being proud of that, you know, being proud of his African-Puerto uh, Rican roots. So, you know, we're going to hear some more music tonight. We're going to come up with another band uh, next uh, uh, by the name of Mulente. They also have a... a a great um, vocalist, uh, Sonero, by the name of Pedro Bruel. And this this group has been around for years. Unlike Bobby Valentin, and, and you know, we heard last week, we heard a, a Gran Combo, we heard Sonora Ponceña. Uh, and, and, you know, those bands have been touring the world for years, but Mulente, and, and Bobby Valentin as well, but Mulente uh, has been, you know, a band that is been, you know, in Puerto Rico um, for many, many years. You know, I remember them from, from the 80s. So uh, we have some great music coming up, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, so glad to be with you, Beverly. Uh, thank you. So glad to have you. So glad that you uh, introduced this music to us and enjoying it very much, very much. So I'm going to put it yeah. on, and we're going to do the second set here. Very good. That's going to be Mulete.
are listening to the legendary Salsa Band from Puerto Rico by way of Eddie Rodriguez. Now, Eddie, you said that that band uh, didn't get international. They local. They just been on the island. Yeah, they're happy with the work they get here. Okay. Okay. Yeah, they're very happy with the, the amount of work they have here. Even though, you know, in South America, you know, they're revered as a great band. Um, and mm-hmm. once again, you know, I, I want to, you know, have a, a at least a, a, a learning experience during this uh, show, mm-hmm. which is okay. which is something that, uh, you know, people don't recognize and they don't think about it because everybody's pretty much focused on having a good time dancing. And let me tell you something. Right. The people that dance salsa, uh, you know, they have a good time. You know, this music, when you're dancing to it, you know, you swing. And the bands that we're focusing on and giving a spotlight tonight and some of the uh, artists uh, that, that are band leaders and, um, you know, are composers and arrangers, uh, you know, have been um, fortunate enough to have great vocalists who are poets. And mm-hmm. um, when, you know, a salsa singer and a sonero. Uh, sonero is spelled S-O-N-E-R-O. Sonero. S-O-N-E-R-O. Or sonero, uh, people like, uh, you know, from Puerto Rico, like Hector Lago, uh like Chil Feliciano. Um, even mm-hmm. today, those guys are Don Lalo Rodriguez. Uh, Cano Estremera. Um, Tito Rojas. Um, you know, uh, Lalo Rodriguez, you know, they, they, they were poets. They were, they knew how to come from the soul. A salsa singer has to have his segment of inspirations, or they call them in Spanish, soneos. It's part of the makeup of the structure of, of a salsa song. And, and that's an improvisation, you know, part of, by, by the vocalist, you know, being inspired. And some salsa singers don't have that talent. Being a sonero is an art. It is not something that, you know, you could just one day say, I'm a sonero. Because they are rhyming, they are delivering the lyrics, you know, that are a part of the song, but it's, it's Poetry, it's, it's you know rhyming and and right. connecting everything, but but it's an improvisation, and and it comes from the heart. So these people don't need to have a written uh, you know um, you know mm-hmm. song you know sonales, uh for them to 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 deliver them on, on a recording or live. So you know a sonero is a lot different than a salsa singer. Uh, Frankie Ruiz. There's a, a, a tornado. Um, you know, there's so many people I could talk about, you know, you know like I mentioned. Uh, you know, Celia Cruz was a tornado. Mm-hmm. It came from okay. the heart. You know, it was not, it was not yeah. written on paper. You know, it was like on the spot, you know, coming from your heart, your mind, out of your, you know, <laughs> you know, vocalized on a microphone, you know, to audiences and, um, you know, in a concert, maybe you can appreciate that, but I think the art of a sonero 
is not recognizing that everyone is pretty much in tune with the beat and the dance. And mm-hmm. if they understand the Spanish, obviously, you know, they're going to understand some of the lyrics. But if you don't understand Spanish, then it's even difficult to recognize the talent, the art of a sonero on a recording. So, you know, people like, uh, uh, you know, Willie Rosario had great soneros. Uh, you know, people, you know, even today, you know, you know we had Cano Estremera with, with, uh, with Bobby Valentin, you know, it's just Paquito Guzman. You know, these were real soneros, and they got their, um, I think, the, the mentors of all of that was obviously Mael Rivera, you know, the, the late, great Mael Rivera, and my, a sonero mayor. But, mm-hmm. you know, during that mambo uh, craze and, you know, that mambo thing in, in New York City that eventually turned into salsa, and, and, and salsa today is a lot different than what we're listening to tonight. You know, we're listening to classic or legendary salsa bands from Puerto Rico. And they, these were uh, artists and, and bands and, and, you know, musicians that lived in Puerto Rico and they stayed in Puerto Rico versus mm-hmm. a lot of other, you know, soneros. Uh, you got great soneros, the way that I was in New York, another great sonero. Uh, um, Tito, Tito Allen, you know, uh, but you know the, the 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 art of being a sonero is something that I hope uh, people can take away uh, tonight. And, and you don't have to understand the words; just understand the flow and know yeah, that those words yeah. are those words are rhyming, and they pertain to the overall uh, structure of the uh, uh, composition. And um, the lyrics, and uh, you know, are are all connected. So, uh, sonero uh, is a very important focus for me. Uh, I think that it's an art that has not been truly recognized, and um, it should be. The soneros in South America, um, Oscar de Leon. Oh my God, you know, even here in Puerto Rico, Andy Montañez, Ismael Miranda. These these are soneros, and some of them are still with us, and some of them are not. But you know, there's so many more. You know, but uh, I'm just, uh, um, you know, our show is live, unscripted, and uh, mm-hmm. so uh, unedited, <laughs> and on. A, I'm I'm on my iPhone, and I'm you know you. I don't know if you're on your iPhone, but I'm on my I'm iPhone. I'm on my iPhone too. Yeah. And we're we're doing this show for your audience, so. You know, I hope uh, besides uh, uh, taking up learning how to dance salsa one of these days, uh, they can appreciate the art of, of what they're listening, the arrangements. You know, yeah. um, you, you heard from, you know, with Bobby Valentin, you, you heard a baritone sax in there, you know, and, and uh, you didn't hear that with Mulense. Um, mm-hmm. So, and now, now we're going to get into uh, another band that's been around for, for many years. The leader of the band, is his name is Luisito Ayala, and the band is called Puerto Rican Power. And Luisito had a great vocalist uh, that, that became a superstar in Latin music when he, when he went on a solo career. 
His name was Tito Rojas. May he rest in peace. Uh, you know, uh, this, is, this is something because they're, you know, we're talking about, once again, people that, were, you know, they appreciated him for going on the stage and, uh, and singing and, you know, his recordings, but they didn't look a little further or they didn't reach that point where they said, wow, wait, hold on a minute. This guy's rhyming all these lyrics now in this in this particular segment, and the delivery, you know, it, it's it's uh, it's along with the arrangement. You know, it's almost like something that um, uh, you feel. That, that's the best. That's the best word I could use. So, um, Tito Rojas, I mean, he rest in peace. Was uh, was with Puerto Rican power. You know, Paquito Guzman. You know, he used to have Puerto Rican power. You know, back back him up uh, when I was. I remember in the '80s, and you know, I got to work mm-hmm. with with uh, with a lot of these uh, band mem- band leaders and and, and groups. So, um, I, I want to thank you for the opportunity for allowing me to share this information with your audience. Um, you know, we do this as a public service. Uh, mm-hmm. We've been doing this now for how long? I, mean, I think since uh, three years. Yeah. So, wow. so if 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 um, anyone that's listening wants to uh, go to the blocktalkradio.com dot com website, there is a, um, uh, a section for archives, and yeah. uh, you know, search for Beverly D. You know, that's the truth to power. She has a lot of different programs. But you'll be able to recognize the Latin shows because I'm 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 on them. <laughs> so, yeah, um, yeah. All they have uh, to do is music. look for uh, all they have to do is look for Eddie Rodriguez, and that you know that those are the Latin shows. And Beverly, I wanted to tell you about one of the um, songs, one of the compositions that we just heard, uh, uh-huh. and and the title of it was "Mi Negrita." Okay, Mi Negrita. Mi Negrita, okay. people might interpret that as my black woman or my black girl. Mm-hmm. But in mm-hmm. Puerto Rico, you could be white and be a Negrita to someone. It's an endearing, mm-hmm. you, know, uh, you know, word. Uh, you know, Puerto Rico, we have, you know, so many different shapes and looks. And, you know, our ancestry is so diverse that, you know, you have black Puerto Ricans, and then you mm-hmm. have white mm-hmm. Puerto Ricans, and then you mm-hmm. have this in between. In Puerto Rico, we call it trigueño. We don't even say, we don't even use it, trigueño, mulato, mm-hmm. any of those words. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we're, we're brown, light brown, a little mm-hmm. darker brown. Our hair is, you know, is different, you know. Uh, you know, it's just, you know, something that's part of the culture. And mi negrita mm-hmm. is my, my, you know, mi negrita to me, my my black beautiful woman or my black, my black uh queen you know it's uh and even for a child you know you can use the mm-hmm. word you know it, it doesn't have to be white or black or tan or anything it's mi negrita you know is endearing you know and, and so um that's something that you know i i thought that was uh, good for everyone to to just um you know, think about because uh, you know you can't say that in in any other culture. You know, I mean it, that comes mm-hmm. from here, from Puerto Rico. Uh, 
Okay. And okay. you don't you don't have to be black to be someone's negrita. And I, I think mm. that uh, you know a lot of people um, should should know that uh, that that's something um, very very typical. Uh, you know, your mother calls you negrito. You may not be black. You know, mm-hmm. you know some uh, your wife will call you negro. You're not black. You know, it's an endearing uh, um, phrase. And so, um, I mean, Negrita was a great tune. That was a swinging set, Beverly. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mulense, one of my favorites uh, for, for, forever, but never got the recognition as, you know, a lot of other okay. salsa bands that, you know, uh, this is this is a lot of work, you know, to, to get mm-hmm. to where mm-hmm. you, you're making money. And part of that work mm-hmm. is not being home, being on the road, being a road warrior, you know, and sometimes going out for three months and coming back mm-hmm. and, you know, sometimes it's going weekends and come back home a few days and come out in and out. But, you know, 50 weekends out of the year, you know, in order to travel, to get to the place and then, you know, do the shows and you're not going to go to do one show, you're going to do 10 shows. You know, during mm-hmm. a specific uh, length of time, during you know the tour dates, and um, yeah. even that takes yeah. traveling, and and that's a lot of discipline. You have to have a lot of discipline because it's a lot of early calls. You know, five o'clock in the morning to hop on a bus, or four o'clock in the morning to hop on a bus and go to the airport for a six o'clock flight to get to your next mm-hmm. uh, destination, and. Uh, so, you know, it's a lot of hard work. So I don't, it, it doesn't reflective of the art of, of Mudense. It's more reflective mm-hmm. of the uh, way that you get recognized. Uh, there's a sacrifice there, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, that sacrifice mm-hmm. is your family. Uh, and, and the yeah. only way you can rationalize that is by saying, well, I'm out here for the fans. Huh? Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. out here for, that's mm-hmm. my family. That's my family too. Right. Well, they're Helping yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So they, yeah. And, and they work. They work. They work hard. They go on stage. They do their thing, mm-hmm. and flawlessly. Mm-hmm. I mean, and make people feel good. Make people dance, and uh, make people have good memories from songs that uh, mm-hmm. were recorded and were popular uh, during a certain stage of their lives. So, um, but without any further ado. Uh, I want to introduce our next group, uh, Luisito Ayala and Puerto Rican Power on Block Talk Radio. Diga, 
to Truth to Power with Eddie Rodriguez, and he's bringing us the legendary salsa bands from Puerto Rico. And as uh, Eddie Rodriguez was saying, uh, we have 
in April, it'll be three years of archives of music, very good music that Eddie Rodriguez have given us through the uh, years, the two and a half years here, and we much appreciate it. And enjoy. Well, thank you very much. Oh, that's that's you know. Do you feel it? That's the most important part. Yes. Yes. Definitely. <laughs> And, you know, we've covered a lot of different areas from talking about, you know, artists that have died um, poor, you know, and have, have mm-hmm. had, you know, incredible, uh, you know, works of art, you know, as intellectual property, you know, that, uh, you know, was bought by other people and they were never paid royalties and on record sales or, or music publishing uh, revenues and royalties. Uh, you know, it's it's uh, you know we've covered that we've covered black musicians and Latin music. These are Afro Cubans, Afro Puerto Ricans. We've covered a lot of different women in uh, in, in Latin music, uh, in particular Celia Cruz. I mean, we did a great special with her, Tico Puente. We've done quite a, a number of things, and I want to thank you for you know inviting me to be your guest on Thursday nights. Yeah, uh, you know yeah. we went through. COVID together, and uh, here mm-hmm. we are, you know. We kept a lot it of, going. <laughs> exactly, and we have a lot of music document, <laughs> documented for people to, you know, it's recorded, and then for them to access. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and they can also go to YouTube, because all the music that we are, that we play on your program, I find mm-hmm. it on YouTube. And, um, yeah. you know, getting back to getting back to the topic of Osonero, an authentic sonero, uh, <clears throat> God-given talent. You know, poets, because while well, you know they they're they're singing the song, the lyrics, and then they break into a segment that is totally improvisation. And, and you you can look at that as uh, you know in this last track we just heard with Tito Rojas. Um, uh, you know, there was a trombone solo. It wasn't long, you know. But you could look at mm-hmm. a, son- a sonero or that 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 particular uh, uh, segment of of a, of a recording or a performance uh, of salsa music, salsa music singers. You know, it's like the singer is doing the solo. You know, uh, it's it, you know it's their time to to rhyme and and and, and be inspired. You know, like I said, some yeah. people are good at it. You know, and they do it well, and they're not soneros, uh, but others are soneros, authentic soneros. When I was talking about Ismael Rivera, you know, and and people like Santitos Colón, <clears throat> who was with Tito Puente for so many years, uh, mm-hmm. La Lupe, who you know was also with Tito Puente, you know, sonera, <clears throat> uh, Tito Rodriguez, you know, who had his own orchestra, a sonero. I mean, that cat could sing and he could improvise. Uh, there's so many other people. There's people right now in Puerto Rico. Uh, Domingo Quinones, what an incredible uh, sonero. Um, so many others. Milo Ruiz. Uh, so many, I can't name them all, but they know who they are. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the most, I think, the takeaway from this is that you know, this is probably something that no one even talked about. I, you know, we're not doing this to be a DJ or you know, a radio host. We're doing this as a public service. This is a conversation with, with a Puerto Rican man from 
that grew up in New York City and went to the West Coast and came back to New York City and have been between Puerto Rico and everywhere else, other part of the world, uh, my entire life. And and a woman, an African American woman from Detroit, Michigan. Uh, yeah, the Motown sound. Yeah, from the Motown sound. You grow up with soul music. <laughs> you were there in the beginning, you know. Uh, my mm-hmm. inspiration for this music today comes from the South Bronx, and um, okay. you know my friends that we used to go out dancing to this music. Uh, back then, the drinking age was eighteen. And uh, mm-hmm. most of us had had more very, <laughs> very nice clothing and shoes, and we looked like we were eighteen, but we were only sixteen. And okay. uh, yeah, the, the 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 they used to sell beers, but not a can of beer. They used to smoke this small kind of like a bottle of beer, you know, for a dollar. Mm-hmm. And so, but mm-hmm. we were dancing, sweat up a storm. I don't know. I'm telling you, and uh, it was it it was a lot of fun, and then, you know, after that period, there's something happened in the Bronx, in the South Bronx in particular, that it has to do with the mob and and Latin music mm-hmm. and the DEA, you know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, there was a lot of things going on in, in New York, you know, the French Connection, whether that, you know, uh, you know the you know, the whole story, you know, about uh, you know, Harlem and, and drugs and heroin and, you know, people were smoking pot, but then all of a sudden there was no pot. All there was was heroin. And the police heroin, were nowhere yeah. to be found. Police mm-hmm. were nowhere to be found. And, and the mob was involved. And then in the 70s, you know, the buildings were burning in the Bronx. They don't have to do with a particular mob that, that controlled the Bronx and, uh, you know, the different nationalities. That's, that's as far as I can go. So but, what, um, what, mob, you know, what mob was was it then? Was it the Italian? Or the Jewish, what, the what Jewish, no, yeah, the Italian mob, the Jewish it's mob, the Jewish? mostly. Oh, the Jewish mob. Okay. The Jewish mob, okay. you, know, uh, you know, people that, you know, it came out, these people were, some of them were, you know, went to court and found guilty of, you know, doing what mm-hmm. they did mm-hmm. and with music, with records and things like that, you know. Okay. Um, one of the, one of them was a gentleman by the name of Morris Levy. And um, mm-hmm. Morris Levy, you know, he was the one investing in these records of 45s and 78s for the Latin. And because, you know, at that time, there was always the Latino thing, they used to say, you know. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. and then it became popular in the, you know, in the 50s and the 60s and he had a bunch of record labels and he had catalog and, you know, he ended up selling uh, most of that, getting it in a very uh, scrupulous manner, some of those catalogs. But they mm-hmm. eventually fell in the hands of Jerry Masucci, uh, the president of Final Records, and one that performed Final Records with Johnny, the late Johnny Pacheco. Both of them have passed away, Jerry and Johnny. But uh, they made a, an incredible branding of... Uh, music that we just used to call Latin music, you know. Mm-hmm. We weren't the first generation, you know, uh, um, you know, Spanish speaking, uh, you know, coming from Puerto Rico. You know, most of most of my the kids I went to school with, you know, we spoke to each other in English, you know, even though we were Puerto Rican. And so, right. um, but uh, once again, you know, the, 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 the idea of, of of um, having 
grown up with his music and then making a, a career of being involved in his music for, for 40 years is, to me, you know, is like, uh, you know, I would have never thought of my wildest dreams, nor any of my friends that I grew up mm-hmm. with. I'm still in touch with a few of them, uh, you know, and some that I went to, I was in the Marine Corps with. And so, the, in their wildest dreams, they would have never thought or could even imagine what I've been able to accomplish um, during my years in the Latin music industry. So I'm, I'm very proud of growing up and getting inspired uh, in the South Bronx. And uh, man, it's, this is a South Bronx tale, you know, <laughs> they were calling it for a while. But getting mm-hmm. back to the music, um, you know, people like um, the Soneros, you know, uh, of, of, of the, you know, that came before the Soneros that we have now, um, were able to take something from the culture of Puerto Rico that in Puerto Rico they call it um, trova. You know, trova is a style of music. It's folk music. It's guitars and and singing and also rhyming, you know, that's an art, you know, and it's on the spot. And in other words, the the trola was, you know, they give you one word, right? They give you one word and you have to rhyme that word, you know, know, it's it's poetry, you know, so, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, in New York, we called it, you know, because we were, we were a little bit biased about, you know, we spoke English and the Puerto Ricans that came mm-hmm. Puerto Ricans speak English, they only spoke Spanish and we didn't speak Spanish that well. So we used to call it Hibaro music or, uh, it, you know, hit music, you know, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. country, you know, like, you know, country music and not country music, oh, okay. not country music. it's like, but it's right. folk music. And, okay. uh, you know, as, as we, as we look at salsa, you know, this is exactly what, these soneros, these singers that are soneros, are doing. You know, they are rhyming, and it, you know, they're, they're in the same key. You know, it's it's an arrangement, and they sing. You know, the the beat, the, you know, every, the syncopation. You know, their voice, their delivery, everything is is measured, but it's natural. That's that's probably mm-hmm. what I, I wanted to say the most. And there's a lot of soneros. Um, you know, Justo Betancourt, I mean, so Alberto Santiago, you know, another one, you know, uh, the final all-stars had the best soneros, Ruben Blaze from Panama, you know, wow, okay. I'm telling you, this, he's a poet, you know, so once again, the idea of this, oh, this is a salsa singer, no, yeah, they're salsa singers, but besides salsa singers, we have soneros. There's a sonero from mm-hmm. Colombia, Joy Arroyo, the late Joy Arroyo, and rest in peace, you know, that have that have inspired. Why? Because they have this God-given talent mm-hmm. to be able to deliver those words related to the song, but in a different way of rhyming them. So um, yeah. I think that... Uh, you know, if you were able to become aware of some anything I said about salsa music is not just the music. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, we're hearing art, and uh, you know when yeah. we when we listen to it, and some of the compositions and some of the arrangements and some of the, you know the lyrics, the songwriters, you know, um, you know, it all has to do with intellectual property, and a lot of the 
you know, ones that came before, the ones that are around now, did not get compensated any which way for the song or for their, you know, when we look at the industry, we look at five key things. We look at one, the name of the artist. We look at the Mm -hmm. likeness of the artist. We look at the image of the artist. Those are licensed, you know, entities. Uh, the mm-hmm. master, the master is the is the vocals of the artist. It's a master. It's not the master recording. This is the master. When you sign with a major record label, you're signing your voice. And mm-hmm. uh, the last one I think that's so important is a songwriter. You know, to these are things that, that are licensed, and back then nobody knew about that. You know, they just wanted to hear their music on the radio. And so right. and and play and play play live shows and get paid for them. So, but mm-hmm. the music business mm-hmm. is big business, you know, billions of dollars mm-hmm. in general worldwide. But just in the U.S., mm-hmm. it's like twelve billion dollars a year in music sales. So, wow. Um, Latin music is, you know, if you say ten percent of that, they, you know, Latin music with the majors is always treated as, and I was there, so I can say this, treated as a stepchild. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so they had the distribution, and they had the deal, but it wasn't one of the artists that they controlled and had signed. So their artists always came first, and they okay. were looking for that image, that pretty face, and that you know, uh, that you know, the youth, and you know, and, and they did it, and they're still doing it today. You know, mm-hmm. and that's just the way the business runs. You know, but it's more like for a mainstream white. Kind of like audience, you know. We had another one from mm-hmm. Nicaragua, you know, uh, Luis Enrique, you know. You, uh, another one mm-hmm. that passed, you know, from from Panama, Azuquita, Camilo Azuquita. I mean, just there's so many. It, it's we don't have enough time to name them all. But thank you for bringing uh, me on your show once again to talk yes, about thank you, you. Know, Latin music and uh, and have this wonderful uh, spiritual conversation. Yes, well, thank you. Appreciate you. And better love. Looking forward to next week. Better love.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.